0: Hello, I just listened to your weight loss issue episode. Um, The struggle is real. I am one of those assholes doing dry January. I know, don't call me a loser again. And I'm actually feeling really good about it. It's the first time I've ever done it. It's been much easier than I thought, except on Friday nights, which are very difficult. But I am absolutely doing it because my glass of wine at night turned into like two healthy glasses of wine at night and whatever on the weekends so that was my primary goal was to just see how it was secondary hopeful goal was to lose some easy weight, I was thinking five ten pounds, easy have those rings slip off a little bit easier nothing nada, zero zilch I've not lost one pound it's frustrating I'm still glad I'm doing it It's hard to keep these messages to a minute, so I'm going to add on to my last one. I kind of frantically said, I'm still glad I'm doing it, meaning I am still glad I'm doing it. Um, Today's January 25th, and um, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I may have been eating a a little less carefully than I normally would have. But if I'm thinking about the amount of sugar and calories that I'm taking in by my drinks, again, if I'm having, like, two healthy glasses of red wine tonight, that's so much sugar and so many calories. So I just kind of don't understand how, by me taking in that many fewer calories daily, I'm still not losing weight. Insert miniature violin here.
1: Hey gang, it is Heidi B. I am driving home from the Greek islands. <clears throat> excuse me. And I'm just having like such a massive deja vu moment. I wanted to share it. I'm on Gilbert Avenue. And there's really like not a lot of traffic tonight. And it's like kind of the road is kind of wet. And I'm on my way to go pick up Greta. And I don't know what made this memory flash into my head, but I'm going to tell you about it. So when I was in high school, I spent a lot of time with Dave Steffes at like his little like garage area. I mean, it was their garage, but there was a card table in there and, um, you know, you smoke cigarettes and the guys would play cards and Ed Kula made all these fake business cards that said like casino del gravy because his nickname was gravy. And, um, we had a lot of fun there. So anyways, one of the people that was kind of like frequenting that garage I'm not going to say the whole name, but his name was Chris S and he was kind of like a slider built fella and he lived in LaGrange and this was, I was driving, so I must've been a sophomore and or let's see, I was 14 or maybe sophomore, I don't even know. Um, and I had a lot of weird jobs, like I was a telemarketer for a little while with Dave and Jim Stevens and Dan Hudson and we would drive to Brookfield and like do this weird telemarketing job. It's just so funny because my parents would be like, where are you going? You know, or I would, I should say. My parents like didn't really have that much much questioning about those things. But so I'd go to this weird telemarketing job and um, we could smoke cigarettes there. And because I'm my mother's daughter, I would like pick up donuts and like, you know, totally act like it was this normal job when really it was like it was like a scam for who knows for like the sheriff's department and I just really hated it I think I did it for like two weeks and I was like okay but this Chris S I think he was part of that situation and for whatever reason I I think I was going to homecoming with Jim Stevens and I needed to go get some shoes or whatever and Chris was like my friend then and I was like I'm gonna go to Yorktown tonight do you want to go And he said, yes. And so I went and I picked him up and we, we go to Yorktown and we're kind of walking around and I like get the shoes or whatever. And then we're, we're going to go home and we're not very far into the ride home. And he's like, I'm having an asthma attack. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, dry. I'm like, do you want me to take you to the hospital? And he said, no. Oh, there's an ambulance going by right now. Isn't that like such perfect timing for this story? And he's like, no. So we're driving home and he's like really wheezing. And I'm like, ah, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm like stopping at a red light and he's like, like through his wheezes, he's like, fuck the red light, you know? I'm like, holy shit. So we finally make it to his house and like he's totally white his lips are purple and I like burst out of my parents Cadillac and like right through the back door and like his parents are standing there and I'm like Chris is having an asthma attack and they're like mom's like oh my god you know and she grabs the inhaler and goes and or someone goes out to the car and then she proceeded to berate me for not taking him to the hospital And I was like, really, lady? I mean, I just, like, practically, you know, killed us both getting back here at breakneck speeds um, to get his inhaler. So that that was the memory. And I guess, now it's going to sound bitchy, and I don't mean it to. It sounds like he died from an asthma attack, too. So it wasn't just me. There was some careless care for his asthma going on over the many years I think that what I'd heard was he went skydiving and had asthma attack and died so um, let this be a lesson to you asthma sufferers make sure you have your inhaler goodbye good evening this is Heidi Becker and this is the talk of the town coming to you from the Yield 4726. That's my house, people. Um, If you were to drive by my house right now, you can see right in the windows because we had these old bamboo shades and they were mismatched and broken. So I took them all down and my plan was to make new shades and um, I haven't. So everyone can see the art on the walls. They can see what we're watching on TV. Um, so, you know, but by the time you get this, I won't be here anymore. It'll be tomorrow morning. But anyways, okay, okay. So last night I went to the Greek Islands restaurant. Not the Greek Islands. That would be exciting. Um, in Lombard, and I always go with my sister's crew. I mean, they're my friends too. But you know, they're like Bridget's peeps, and if you listened to the podcast before this one, then you would have heard that every time we get together, because it's it's probably like quarterly, you know, somebody usually has like, you know, a pretty big piece of news, piece of news. So the occasion we were getting together for is my sister's birthday, which is not until the 31st. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm still getting over whatever is going around I probably have the coronavirus Um, so we're at the restaurant and you know just like before there's like small talk small talk and then again Holly T Holly J she's been divorced I don't even know what she's going by anymore she says well you guys will be happy to know I'm going in for surgery on um, this fibroid tumor I have, um, and she calls the tumor Fred, and the tumor is as big as uh, a softball, and we were like, holy shit, so I guess that she, I mean, I do recall this vaguely, like her talking about, like, you could feel, you could palpitate, like, her stomach, and you could feel it, and she knew it was, like, a problem or whatever, but um I don't know why she was putting it off, but she was. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm yawning. Oh my goodness, now you're all going to yawn. So, and as part of the surgery, they're going to remove it. Like, well, this, is, this part is sad. She's going to have a hysterectomy. And she wanted me to tell you listeners that one out of three women uh, over the age of 50 or near the age of 50 uh, get hysterectomies. And that is something that women are not talking about. And I thought that was a pretty interesting factoid there. Um, Second only, so the first surgery women get most commonly is a C-section. And the second most common surgery is a hysterectomy. So I'm glad I could give you that news and go make yourself an OBGYN appointment and get your tests and your mammograms. Let's keep all our bits healthy so we can live long lives and go on vacations together and be like those ladies that bought a house a mansion together to grow old so she's having fred removed and then uh the way they're going to do it is vsc section so i i mean the obvious thing to say to that is is should we have a shower for you And of course we had many laughs. Ha, 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 ha. No shower, no baby shower for Holly. Um, Holly doesn't have kids and she doesn't want kids. So at least there's that, you know, and she's, I, you know what? I don't know how old she is. I think she's younger, like my younger than my sister, but you know, not like young, young. So Tracy and Jill, that was the news. The news was that Holly is having a freakish tumor removed via C-section. And for this, she's going to get 12 weeks off of work. I was like, 12 weeks? And she goes, yeah, well, you know, isn't it like that when you get a C-section? You know, that you're kind of like laid up? I'm like, no. I mean, God, you're like walking around the next day. And then my sister got very jealous because when she had her gallbladder surgery, she thought that she was going to be able to have some time off. She was looking forward to that hospital time. As I was after I had my C-sections, I was like, oh, keep me forever. Um, and they sent her back. I don't even know if it was one night. So, and then Kim Kim Blaze was there. And she chimed in. When she had her gallbladder surgery, she was in the hospital for three days. And to this, Bridget was getting very jealous. So, um, that's my story. That and my, my eerie story about the asthma attack friend who died from skydiving
0: okay um if I think of more I'll let you know